rabbit hole. Buzz Talk Radio. Your hosts are the Brothers Wheel. Welcome to the rabbit hole. To the rabbit hole oh, on Fuzz Talk Radio. You gotta warn a guy before you do that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Paul Stanley is the best. He there there is Oh my god. So I'm laughing so hard at that. I uh oh. there are there's a on YouTube there's forty-five minutes of that. Oh my god! In one succession, and I plucked a couple of things because when he went off on that, whoa, whoa, whoa! So, like when he's doing that, right, mm-hmm. in between songs or at the beginning of a show, something. Yeah, they've been around so long, doing mm-hmm. it for so long, right, forever. What percentage of his life do you think he's spent doing just that? <laughs> it's. 47 percent yeah it, it's up there right <laughs> yes yeah for sure all right so if you haven't noticed <laughs> the last handful of weeks we've been 
setting the tone through song, but then we've reset the tone and we've used Ric Flair, we've used uh, Nacho Libre, Nacho Libre, and now we're using Paul Stanley to kind of set the tone. <laughs> and I was so excited to play that because I put that together and Matt didn't know that I did it and I was so excited to have him hear it. And if you could have seen his reaction, <laughs> I'm surprised that he is even able to talk to you tonight. I can't. I can't right now. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon. That was hilarious, though. That was too much, wow. man. It was too much. It was too much. And he's like, that, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> that sounds pretty good if Check I do this say out. so myself. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> that's what he, i can see that's what he did like starting out too like just mm. hanging out with his buddies on the porch right before they <laughs> were kiss yeah and he's just like hey check this out <laughs> you know what's interesting is okay i'm gonna drop a bombshell on you um i'm a huge fan of paul stanley how couldn't you be i don't necessarily like the music that he writes yeah but I find him amusing. I find him interesting and amusing. So I'll watch Paul Stanley interviews, and he there is a difference between Paul Stanley on stage and Paul Stanley sure. off stage, at yeah. least at this point in his life. Um, I forget where I'm going I, with this. Well, but so kinda, my point was yeah. is the Paul Stanley on stage is like that's a character. Yep. That sounds pretty good. Check I just this had out. A, yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of had an epiphany. Like it was as far as um like the setting the tone that we've done the last few weeks, right? It was a, it was a wrestling tone, then it was another wrestling tone. Mm -hmm. And then it dawned on me that Kiss is kind of like the pro wrestling of rock and roll. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's hear it for that. You man. know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. The totally. makeup, the dress up, the the act, right? The yeah. tongue, the whoa, 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 sound pretty good. So after you know four decades of doing that, Paul Stanley has completely lost his voice. Mm. Like it's like in the Kiss community, the Kiss community, it's a thing. Yeah, where they're like, Paul just doesn't sound good anymore. Wow. You know, and like AKA it's Vince it's time Neil. it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Because, you know, you do that for 40 years. Your vocal cords are just shot at they that can't, point. It's, you can't keep that up. No, it, it's just like a professional athlete or something, A professional right? wrestler. A wrestler. stuck <laughs> around too long. Yeah, your back's shot, your knees are gone, your shoulder's bad, yeah. you know what I mean? Just can't deliver anymore. Well. Just can't deliver. The heart's there, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Heart's willing, but the body is not able. Yeah. Is what they say in the biz. In the biz. Yeah. <sighs> but I thought you would enjoy <laughs> that. I did. Thank and, you. Um, that was, we may play it was, again uh, later tonight just oh, because man. it's fun. Oh, we should do it before we go to bed or something. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my like, goodness. My question was, too, Like, was that like one show like that was the thing or was it like a clip of multiple I different shows I think it's a clip of multiple shows <laughs> cuz that was but you again. imagine if he came out with that like before a show <laughs> like that was his spiel right that whole thing <laughs> you know what's funny <laughs> is is as I'm listening to this 45 minutes of Paul Stanley being Paul Stanley 
Paul Stanley. Of Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> kind of like King's X. King's X. King's X. X. Ah, ah, screw you, That's BS. Um, Bullshit. As I was doing that, I came... Do you know their song, Cold Gin Kisses? Absolutely. It's cold gin time again. Yeah, okay, so yeah. Gene and Paul, who are kind of the brainchild and the masters of Kiss. Sure. Are famously known for never really being uh, drinkers, drug users, things like that. Okay, so they're. F- yeah. And so they write this song called Cold Gin. And for years, Paul Stanley used the same intro to that song. He's like, People, when you're down in the dumps, there's only one thing that can bring you up. <laughs> What's that? Cold gin. Cold gin. You know, and they're like, probably never yeah. tasted cold gin. I thought that was <laughs> ironic. Just wow. leads into the character of Paul Stanley instead of Paul Stanley being but, human being. But Paul Stanley, Paul Stanley. It, it's so odd, though, to hear that, right? Like, one of the biggest rock bands of all time. Mm-hmm. And they were straight-laced. Yeah. You know, the whole time. The two of them were. Because yeah. Ace Freely and Peter Chris were yeah. known... Yeah. I think Ace was an alcoholic for a very long time. I don't yep. know about Peter, but he just wasn't good. So <laughs> they had well, to get rid of him. Yeah. But it's odd, right? It is odd. Yeah. Like Kiss is a business. Mm-hmm. It's not like they get together. It's a and brand, dude. They don't get together in Paul's basement and jam no. every Tuesdays and no. Thursdays and be like, yeah, that's, that's fucking great, man. Well, Thursdays they're listening to the rabbit hole. But, yeah, well, you know. but you know what I'm saying, right? Like, they're no longer getting in a room together, looking at each other, <laughs> hey, feeling man. the vibe, and yeah. right in the next Detroit Rock City. Yeah, they <laughs> the next. Well, that was a good tune too. Yeah, I'm feeling uptight. Yeah, but I can't. I can't completely hate Kiss. I can make fun of Paul Stanley for things that he just did. Yeah, but, but that's awesome. Yeah. That makes me like him. You know what I mean? <laughs> He'll stand up there and do it, and everybody in the audience just ate it up. Oh, absolutely. Well, how couldn't you, dude? He's larger than life. Like, look at that. Look at that dude up there. Yeah. He's going nuts. Dude, it's what started me down this entire path. <laughs> I had posters of Paul Stanley on my wall as a kid. Bruce Kulick, too, dude. Mm-hmm. Doing that weird upside down playing type of thing that's mere for show nobody needs to do that there's no no technique where you have to go over the neck you know that's whatever anyways wow we just kicked off the show with a tangent on paul stanley and kiss we again are when you play something like that it's gonna happen and i think that might be kind of cool every week come up with and then we just riff on what just happened it's beautiful Right. It's itself, man. It's organic. Let's hear it for writing itself. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. How about you, sir? You into this? Yes! <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. How yeah. about you, sir? You look unhappy. Come on. Do it. All right. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah. it, Matthew just recently found out that it is indeed his Friday, so fair warning. Um, we should probably do our disclaimer. Oh, because great idea. Normally, Matthew has to get up and be a human being on Friday mornings, but tonight it's a little human different. Being. He does not. Human being. Yeah. Have to be tomorrow. So, before we say anything that's going to get us in trouble, 
thanks to the folks at Curtis Walton Law. Shout out. Denver, Colorado. They have provided us with this disclaimer. And disclaimer on top of that disclaimer, they didn't really do this disclaimer. Limited time offer. No purchase necessary. Offer valid at participating locations. Void where prohibited. No animals were harmed during the production of this soundboard. Subject to change without notice. Side effects include dry mouth, occasional pig snort or two, sore stomach, teary eyes, achy jaws, and whatever tingles well. Laughing hard. Now we can get crazy and crazy. And there were no animals harmed either. So We're here. We in are. the rabbit hole. How you doing? Fuzz Talk Radio. I'm doing good. We both have brand new supper coats on. Looking we both decided sharp. to go with burgundy tonight without even talking to each yeah, other. We had no idea. That's the great part. That's the great part. Let's talk about what you're wearing because you're wearing a brand new coat and you're looking fine. Feel really good. Are you feeling fine? <laughs> Fire. <laughs> that was pretty good. Check this out. What are you wearing? Um, well, I got my Tech It AC t-shirt on. Of course you do. You're creative. Got some khaki shorts that are comfy, nice. light, breathable. Uh, feeling good. Then I got the uh, new coat that uh, the people over at uh, Classic Collection... You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple coats by those folks. Yeah. A gray one and I think a blue one. Yeah, they, they make a good coat. They make a real good coat. Um, nice little gold gold buttons. Of course. Uh, fits good, feels good. Yeah, you look sharp. You feel great. You look sharp. It's a good coat. Thank you. It's a good-looking coat. Thank fits you. you well. And I think it's perfect for tonight. Yeah. That's what I can say about that. Yeah. That's what I think of you. Um, well, speaking of perfect for tonight, what are you wearing? Mm, God, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Well, tonight, of course, in addition to the Andy Smiths and the Adidas Pants, mm. I, too, am wearing burgundy. Uh, it's got a little bit of a diamond pattern on it. You have to there look is. at it closely, almost under a microscope. But what I'm, what I'm really <laughs> digging about this coat is it has what they call, in the biz, boarded... Uh, lapels. They're boarded lapels. Uh, black lined. It's got three indoor pockets. Um, it's got a really nice inlay in the coat. That's what they call it in the biz. Yeah, that and, lining is tight. Yeah, the lining is nice. Um, it's a comfortable coat. Who made it? Uh, I'm glad you asked. Van Heusen Studio mm. made it. And that it is. comes with a pocket square. Yeah. That I can't take out. And shockingly enough, it's kind of got a bluish hue to it. I wouldn't think burgundy and blue goes together. Does Do burgundy and blue go together? Um, well, it looks sharp. So Does it? I, you could always tuck it down if you don't want it and throw another one in well, there. The blue here, I've got a, I've got a shirt that's that kind of blue. So I'll I was probably thinking, set it off, dog. Uh, yeah. So I never would have thought burgundy and blue. but this is This is the one time where the dress code comes into... Um, like it's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? Because um, on a radio show, nobody can see us, right? So that's correct. Like when you look that good, mm-hmm. people would probably die if they saw it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a, we can't leave here, right? Because people will die. Like it kills my wife for me to leave every Thursday because I look <laughs> so good. So. Can you imagine? I know. What would happen? The rest of the folk out there? 
Could you imagine what would happen if we got like a booth at the state fair? Oh, forget about it. It, it would be crazy. Dude, line, lines out the door. Like, they do look as good as they sound. Yeah. Speaking of the state fair, are you a state fair goer? Um, I go at night for about three hours once a year to see my friend. Chris. Yep. Who's in town? Down at Dino's. Go check him out. And Shout out. Yeah, I, I actually ran down there on uh, Monday night. Really? I did. I got down there about 8. 30-ish, maybe. Well, that's the video you posted of Dino singing. <laughs> yeah, dude. He gets up there and sings yeah. with the band every night. Well, like, I think there's one of maybe two songs, maybe, that mm-hmm. he'll sing. Sweet Caroline is one. I and, saw that. And I can't remember the other one, but, yeah. Hmm. Hands. Touching hands. <laughs> yeah. Reaching out. That's also a... And there was a good crowd there that night. Oh. People were going crazy and crazy, and Definitely. so it was fun. It was Definitely fun. not. No, that's good. But literally, I go down there just to see him, hang out. Um, sister Alicia was there. Uh, Sadino. Nice. Had a couple cocktails. Walked around the fair a little bit with him and came home. Nice. Are you a fair goer? I am not. No. I do not enjoy the fair. Yeah. Kudos and props to those that do. I'm not a day fair guy. No. You go at no. night, though? There's a lot of lights going on. Pretty cool to I watch. I think I could be talked into that, but the and times I have gone have been yeah. during the day, and I... It, yeah. it, it's, Daytime's no fun. It's it's too crazy for me. Yeah, daytime's no fun. It's, and too, it's too hot. But if you we go had at a night, booth at the fair. Plus there's fireworks every night. And if we did have a booth, mm-hmm. nobody would do any business. They'd all be, be like, hey, take it easy. Hey, they're over here taking it <laughs> easy. Uh, I got to go get some cookies. <laughs> we could do marinate nice, except it'd be marinating cookies. Then we could be like, hey, save me some of that corn. Save me some of that corn on a stick. I want um, some of that corn. I want some of that corn on a stick. <laughs> so the, the state fair goes on for, and I'm just... I'm just running through some things. It goes well, on for a couple weeks. Cast your mind. I don't know. Yeah, man, cast your mind. Stay for it goes on for a couple weeks. Like, for the two weeks that the state fair was happening, if we would broadcast live from the state fair, yeah. who can make that happen? The the two Thursdays or something that, that it would span were at the state fair at night, 8 o'clock to 11, getting crazy, taking it easy. <laughs> Hey, it's the rabbit hole here at the state fair. Ah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's well, put it out in the universe and see what happens. If it comes, hell, that's how this whole radio show existed. I was like, somebody much. give me a radio show. And someone did. It'd be someone, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be pretty cool if someone gave me a radio show. Well, you want a radio show? Yes. Okay. So. Be pretty cool if we could get in the state fair. Yeah, we'd like to broadcast from the state fair. Just throwing it out there. Be okay. Pretty, be pretty cool if there was a supper club out there that wanted oh. radio hosts like Thursday nights for a few hours. We could go out there, broadcast, mm-hmm. and then attached to our broadcast booth is a little supper club. Mm-hmm. We could instead of doing musical segments, we we have live music. 
we like have one band for the whole night. We're like, yeah. hey, now we're going to Leslie Vincent and her the Supper Club Seven, you know, or what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Just some jazzy like get some polka bands and yeah. stuff too. Yep, we got it planned out. Somebody needs to make this happen. We just don't have the Supper Club. That's all. We need the Supper Club though. Yeah. In fact, when we negotiate our booth, that's going to be a make-or-break thing. So, anyways, now that we've put that into the universe. Yeah, we look good. We, we look good. We feel good. Feel good. We're drinking State good. Happening. We, we made, uh, what'd you make mm. again for the folks that didn't catch yeah, the if marinating you ice? If you didn't catch our pregame show this week, marinating ice, I made a, a cocktail called the Rabbit Hole Bulldog. It's a take. It's a spin-off of the Colorado Bulldog, but that's what we're having. What did you think? Mine's uh, gone, so mine's obviously gone I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see why it makes mom's nips lum. Yeah. yeah. So Mom's um, nips are probably lum right now. Yeah. She Speaking. was probably she was probably happy hour in it. Speaking of mom, that yeah. leads us into what's on tap. I love her so much. Yeah, let's tink to mom. Yeah. Let's tink to mom. Pretty much why we do anything. So. Pretty much. Um, um, yeah. What's, What's on, on tap? tap? I'm glad you asked. Well, first and foremost, we I, I left the music in your hands this week. You picked the segments, and you brought back some old staples. You kind of, yeah, you gave me the... Like, you set the stage, I'll follow your lead type of thing. Yes. So I was, it was my week for the the intro song, you know, Lil Richard. Yeah. Just getting Excellent. the party started, Woo! you know. And then, yeah, we were like, we saw each other on whatever day they had, Monday, right? Yes. And I was like, we should probably bring back the heck. And you were like, okay. Okay. And two other segments that we need. Yep. And then I text you. Yep. I'm like, what else are we doing for musics? And you said, You choose. Choose. You choose. <laughs> choose. And here we are. It was like, it was like Miyagi to Danielson, right? Mm hmm. Choose. There's a couple Miyagi themes running through tonight because, um, that Moriaita. Mom's movie review. Yeah. Instead of mom reviewing a movie this week, we were given the task to review a movie for her. Yeah. And it was dirty dancing. So much of that dirty dancing going on. But when Patrick Swayze was teaching baby how to dance, I saw mm -hmm. a little Miyagi there. Oh yeah. So, you know, just a little thing I noticed. I'll save the rest of my analysis of dirty dancing for a little bit later. But Back to music. You chose the segments. Yeah. So we went Brought back to heck. To heck. We're starting off with to heck. Of course we are. Shout out to the. Um, There's no Don Williams though. Well. That's okay. I hope. I hope by now people understand the importance of Don yeah. Williams, and it doesn't need to be cram hold down. <laughs> cram cram, cram down there. <laughs> cram hold down there. Um, doesn't need to be crammed in your cornhole. Well, They'll get enough next They understand. Week. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. No disrespect. No. 
You guys can do your own listening too. My goal. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, sorry. The heck. The uh, heck without Don Williams. Then we got. Uh, we went back to some riffage. Yeah. You know, heavy riffage. I'm really, riffages. I'm really excited about my choices. Yeah, you went totally eighties. That's I awesome. Went, I went 80s hair metal. Yeah. Which is interesting because we're gonna do some hair metal trivia. I can't wait later. for that. Yeah, you're not gonna know some of them. That's fine. But. I will after. You will. <laughs> you will. Because you learn something new every day. So, if you're into hair metal, or were, or aspire to be into hair metal, you may want to stick around for the hair metal trivia that's coming up later. Yes, you have a question. Matthew yeah, is I, raising his hand. Um, yes, question. I like hair metal. Excellent. Can I, can I play? Yes. Yes. All right. And of course, as usual, there Whew. will be prizes and like that. Uh, Ooh, cash prizes. We got another new game that I have skillfully crafted for you. What? It's called Name That Movie The Song Is From. Name, Name that, that movie, movie the song, song is from. God, we nailed it. Just like that. So, uh, I'll play a song from a movie. You have to guess the movie. That's coming up later awesome. on the show. Can't wait. Uh, we're bringing back some classic favorites like the Nancy Phone Facty Phone Facts. That's my favorite. We're not doing this week in music. Okay. Because I didn't want to. <laughs> so. If uh, you're a world boss. Uh, what else are we going to do? We're going to do the uh, hair. Oh, we covered everything. Uh, random question. We're going to do that mm -hmm. next segment along with the mom's movie review, except it'll be son's movie review for mom's on based on dirty dancing. Sons for mom's. Son, sons for mom's. Sons for mom's. Sons for mom's movie reviews. Sounds like a nonprofit. Sons for mom's. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> sons for mom's. It is a nonprofit. <laughs> Ain't no profit here. <laughs> Ain't no profits here. That's right. Am I right, people? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So anyways, yes. that's what we have going on. Okay. What we what we get in profit can't be measured with dollar signs. That's right. You know what I mean? We're talking emotions, like heavy, heavy emotions. <laughs> Weird science, mom. You know that. Um. I don't know. I don't really have much else. Um, um, I really don't. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, what? I, sh well, sugar, shiver sugar me diabetes. timbers. Sugar diabetes. Yeah. There some interesting things happened this week, I'm sure. Was there? I don't know. I think there was. Okay. With you, with us. Was there? Am I just making this up? Uh, oh, I know what it was. Good golly. We have not named a Take It AC Award winner for August yet. Not yet. And we're in September. Yep. And I'm going to be honest with you folks. We've received three nominations. Okay. That's unacceptable on every single level. So far we have Doug <laughs> Collins has been nominated. Annie Anna King has been nominated. This is me clapping. And Joshua Bernardchuk has been nominated. 
Those are our three nominees. So we might extend this for a week just to see if we can't come to some. Because you don't want to. You don't want to name somebody in haste. No. You got to do your due diligence, and you want to make sure that you know uh, August was a trying month. Not everybody was feeling good. Yeah. About things. So. In the spirit of decadent AC, we're going to just decade AC and we're going to settle down and we're going to see if we can't determine an award winner next week. And you don't want to jump to conclusions, <laughs> Matt. Gone. Gone. <laughs> so, no, we want to make sure it's the right call because yeah. this is a yeah. prestigious award. Yep, it is. That only comes around once every month. Once every 30 days. <laughs> so... It's kind of like Haley's Comet. <laughs> so you want to be careful. Oh. You can't get too crazy. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> oh. Oh. There I it s- goes again. I swear we just named one, didn't we? Uh-huh. Nope. Joel. Yeah, Joel's our last winner. Ted Hineshevitz is the winner. Mm-hmm. Prestigious. This is not something to be taken lightly. But I need a cocktail. And I'm going to take this Andy's Mint like Someone it was checked. a tab of acid. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I've never done that. Um, Wink. I want to get to some musics because I like the I like the musics this week. I'm a big fan of the music. That, oh shoot, man, my mouth stopped mm. working. Things are gonna get crazy tonight because it's gonna be a fun night it's I'm good in, music I'm enjoying everything that's happening mm-hmm. and usually when I enjoy everything that's happening I have a good time so so far so good so far so good for openers for openers gone you established the musical themes this week we're gonna start out with the heck and for anybody we're bringing it back yeah Take for anybody there. that doesn't like what I played tonight. Well, you're wrong. So that's right. I'm gonna admit one of your choices kind of got me a little bit in the as the kids say in the feels, mm. and that was the Willie Nelson. Yeah, just breathe. I was had, like, oh, had to do that one. Ouch. Yeah, that one stung a little bit. Yep. Mm. But if I can get real, real quick. Yeah, let's do it. What I else was we doing dishes do? last night. Yeah, and I had a moment. And yeah. it seems to happen when I'm doing dishes. Really? Yep. I told Julie this because ever since Wally's funeral, Wade got up there and said he would always do the dishes. Yeah. Like, in entirety. Put them away because he hated a dirty kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I do the dishes, I think of Wally, which makes me think of Dad. And last yeah. night was just one of those nights where it was like, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, you know what's funny about that is I'm what I've noticed about myself lately mm-hmm. is I get cranky as hell when I'm doing dishes. I Sometimes. don't. I don't know why, but it's yeah, all the time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It is what it is. Psychology in the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I came across that song and it just, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's tink to Dad and Wally. Yeah, for sure. Even, even though I don't have a cocktail. Well, we'll make up for it in the next segment. 
Um, so yeah, so for the heck, I chose. Uh, I got stripes. I got stripes. Stripes around my shoulders by Johnny Cash. Johnny and Cash, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash. And then Just Breathe by Willie Nelson. And I think his son does a little, mm-hmm. does some stuff too. His son sounds like him. Yeah. Yeah. And is very talented. And then you chose a couple from... Uh, yeah. I chose a Smokey Robinson tune because... I love that. Cruising. Cruising! <laughs> cruising! Cruising by Smokey <laughs> Robinson. And then I had to I had to do some Otis writing. Oh, absolutely. Sitting on... Parentheses. Oh. The Dock of it's the Bay. One of my favorites of all time. Yeah, it's a great one. So I think without any further ado, we're going to let Johnny Cash take us there. Let's do it. And then we're going to come back, cocktails in hand, with the random question, with Matthew asking me the random question. Oh, and then damn. we're going to call Mom. And oh. then we're going to talk about a guy oh, that noticed a girl farting. Oh, I read that. Welcome back to the rabbit hole on Fuzz Talk Radio. We needed every single second of that musical break to compose ourselves and get right with the world again because holy cow, did that take a detour. Behind the scenes, you guys have no idea what we're talking about. But, (laughs) well, yeah, that Willie Nelson song hit a little bit. So, yeah, it happens. So, let's tink again to Dad. Yeah. Wally. And everyone who loves them all. Yeah. Um, yes, once again, you're back in the rabbit hole. Ryan, Machu, supper coats look good, marinate nice, everything's really good and awesome. Um, moving on in the night. Yeah. Uh, something we mentioned last segment, we still have yet to determine our Take It Easy award winner for August. We're going to push it off another week. Because we're taking it easy. Just because I'm not in a position to name one right now. I didn't put enough into it this week to be like, you know, I haven't done enough to warrant naming one, you know. We're not going to just give it out to willy-nilly. And just because we say it's monthly, it doesn't have to be monthly. No. What if we're already in, where we'll... We're in September already, and we haven't named one, so maybe it's... What if it's just the next? Yeah. So much pressure. We're going to release the pressure tonight and just say, we're going to name a freaking winner when we want to. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. How about that? We're going to retake control of this show. We're tired of the producers of this show. We're tired of Stan, goddammit, coming in every five minutes, smoking his cigarettes on his... 14th cup of coffee of the day. Black coffee, too. Telling us what we can and can't do with his brown polyester clip-on tie. We're taking back control, guys. (laughs) And it feels good thinking to taking back control of our out hole. We're we're in control of our destiny. That's right. Nobody (laughs) tells us what to do. Stan, sit down. Anyways. He actually just walked out. Yep. I've had it with yeah, you guys. He, he like threw his clipboard and everything. I'm here because I have to be. Anyways. <laughs> I owe alimony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blood pressure's up. <laughs> God damn it, guys. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, yeah. <clears throat> holy cow. Um, it's time for our random question. Random question. Random, random question. question. That's a gong by now. You just know. It's yeah. just is. Yeah. So I don't know who asked who the random question last week, but it's already been it's already been decided, mm-hmm. Gong, um, that you're asking me yep. the question this week. Yep. So to virgin listeners of the rabbit hole, and I know I've said this maybe three, four, five, six times tops. If you're a virgin listener to the rabbit hole, the random question is each week either matchual. Or I will ask a random question that the other has no prior knowledge of. That's thus great. creating spontaneity and riveting radio. And lots of good times. And lots of good times. That's right. That's right. So, you got a random question. Lay it Apparently. on me. And then we're going to call mom. Oh, we're calling mom. You calling mom or I call mom? You call mom. Why do I got to call mom? Because you're good at it. It's true. This is true. Um, I'll call it wrong. Um, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. He'll keep calling. He'll keep, he'll he'll keep calling. I'll go. I'll go. When Cameron was (laughs) in Egypt's land, bring my Cameron home. So, do you have a random question? <laughs> I do. Lay it on me. Um, if you could have any superpower, like seriously anything, like have waffles instantly made for me at any time, right? Ooh. That kind of superpower. Um, what would it be? Golly. I waffle between two things. I'm going to give you <laughs> the first one is the safe one. Yeah. The second one is the one that could take you down a rabbit hole with multiple dimensions. Wow. Okay. Wow. Gong. Wow. Wow. Two pounder. It's about a two pounder. The safe wow. one is the power of flight. Oh yeah. You want to be able to fly, dude. Yeah. If I could fly that. And like would be how fast? Sweet. You know what I mean? As fast as, as I wanted to fast go. Fast as you want to go, yep. right? But most Boom. of the time, I'm going to be honest with you, I would be taking it easy. <laughs> I would be cruising. Grab a I would just be cruising. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. go I'd fly, put on you know? a supper coat, I'd grab a cocktail, and I would just go cruising, flying through the air. Probably just, some shades just to yeah, you just, know protect the eyeballs. Just cruising over the land and yeah. the trees. I think the it's the safe one. It doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. It expands my mind. Do I want to expand my mind? Well, then you're flying by and people are like, hey, take it easy. I am. I'm taking it easy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that one. It's the marinating ice guy. Yeah. You know, that guy. The other option that would be tempting, but could absolutely destroy the life that you know and love is the ability to know what someone is thinking at all times oof so there's things they tell you I don't think but you can go like yeah I I know that's not right could you imagine the power that would come with that I, I don't think you'd want that exactly 
that's why just being able to fly in Tecresi is probably <laughs> the safer bet. <laughs> but if you could know what everyone is actually thinking... What would you do with that information? Exactly. It could destroy everything. Oofta. Yeah. Man, mind blown. Exactly. God, I love random questions. Let's think the random question because I like random questions. All the time. All the time. <laughs> that was a good. What about you? Enough about me. What about you? What would you do? Uh, well, the safe bet would probably be to uh, either be invisible Ooh, or fly. One. Yeah. Right? Or fly and be invisible. That'd be pretty cool. Well, you know what's interesting about being invisible? It's kind of like being able to read someone else's thoughts because if you were invisible, uh -huh. you could walk in any, sure. like people that you know and hear what they say about you when you're not around. Like I just kind of want to be like, I'm a ghost. <laughs> just start knocking shit off their <laughs> shelf. Weird. But the other answer would be to have the power to <laughs> have any meal I want immediately. Oh, that's a good one. In my grasp, I think. What's the first meal you would have made? Swedish meatballs. Mom's. Mom's Swedish meatballs. Yes! Or Julie's, yes! my yes! beautiful wife. She does mom's recipe yes! very well. Yes! Yes! Okay. Um, yeah, I'll. I'm a. I'm a nut for meatball dog. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm a nut for meatball. I'm a nut dog. for meatball dog. Yeah. Hmm. I like my. I like to eat good. I like good food. You yeah. know what I mean. Who doesn't? You and I are very fortunate. Yeah. Because you appear to have taken the reins of the culinary, um, delectables in your household. And Julie like, cooks, but I would say I do a majority of it, yes. Okay. Yep. And, and likewise, I have surrendered those duties to Liz. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And um, she it's never... It's worked out she, well. She never disappoints. No. Ever. And so I'm very lucky. Why are you laughing? I'm not. not laughing. I'm just not saying something. <laughs> she never disappoints. I know. Ever. 100%. Absolutely. 99.9. .9. I, too, love good food. Anyways. Um, yeah, I know. Or maybe this oh. is... Do you want to talk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. Um, Should we call mom? Yes. Let's so, again, to the virgin listeners of The Rabbit Hole. We're just going to call her. Every week, mom has been doing a movie review. But this week, we're going to do the movie review. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi. How's it going? What now? How's it going? It's going good. How was your camping trip? Yeah? Did you get to yeah. take it easy? I did not get crazy. But did you get I, to take it easy? I took it easy. Good. Did you Very play cards? Easy. Did I what? Did you play some cards? Yes. Okay. 
I played cribbage and lost. I oh, played no. whist and won. Oh, good. Whist. Okay. So it's fun. Good. So we're trying um, something a little different this week, Mom. Yes. You gave us a movie. I did. You gave us Dirty Dancy. Right. Dancing. Dancing. Dirty so, Dancing. What was it about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Thanks for asking, Mom. Mm-hmm. I watched it this morning, actually. Brain, it's right? fresh in my brain. Um, I've I've seen the movie before, but um, it's been many many years. Yeah. So, Dirty Dancing is. Um, Liz told me uh, this morning. She's like, because um, Liz goes on these uh, these quilting retreats every year. Mm-hmm. Sure. With um, ladies that are about twice her age. And she absolutely loves it. And she said that she, because I thought we have it, I thought we had Dirty Dancing on DVD, but she said she brought it with her on her quilting retreat. And I think it just kind of got lost. But this movie spans generations. It's like a, um, uh, I I hesitate to call it a romantic comedy because it's not really a romantic comedy. It's more of a, just a, it's, it's Was like it, the notebook of a different generation. It's a love it's a story. Romantic drama. It's a romantic drama. There you yes, go. Yes, centered around dancing. Dirty. Dirty. Dirty filthy dancing. Naughty. So. Um, Naughty kids. So I just watched it this morning. So I'm, I'm familiar with it. So it basically uh, follows the story of this young girl who goes by the name Baby. Baby. Who's... Uh, Matt and I were discussing this uh, off air that yeah. we don't really know how old Baby is, and that's a little disconcerting, to say the least. A little bit. Just a okay, bit. We don't know. It's alluded to that she's going to go to college uh, in the fall, but her, her sister, her mom, and her dad go to this resort in upstate New York. At most, at most she's 18. At most she's 18. Okay. But they go to this resort in upstate New York for about three to four weeks in the summertime called Kellerman's. Kellerman's. <laughs> so let's join in for one last chorus. Visitors, staff, and guests. So, like I said, it's fresh. <laughs> um, Join hands and hearts, hearts and, and voices, voices, hearts and hands. Anyways, mom, so this family goes to this resort That's that right. is primarily rich people, kind of, you know, they, it's, it's kind of... It's uh, a nice place. I would equate it to the modern day's all-inclusive resorts. It's kind of... You get a cabin, and there's activities all the time that's going on, but it f- the primary focus is this group of dance instructors that come in to teach, like, the merengue and things like that to the guests over the mamba. course of the summer. The mamba. And, uh, merengue. 
Meringue. Um, we've got this young, kind of innocent girl played by Jennifer Grey that wants to go out and change the world, but she's exposed to some things that she has not seen before. Yeah. Uh, she carried a watermelon. Water, watermelon. I carried a watermelon gong. Uh, more specifically, this group of dance teachers that when the rest of the resort goes to bed, they kind of open this little speakeasy of uh, inappropriate dancing. <laughs> Maybe. Dirty yeah, dancing. Dirty dancing. And so uh, yeah, it kind of follows the story of Jennifer Grey, and the head dirty dancer is played by Patrick Swayze. Who who's care, 24. Who's 24 in the movie. In the movie, yeah. And it has yet to be determined how old Jennifer Grey actually was. So, with that being said, I always enjoy Dirty Dancing. I really do. Do you have specific... It's the music. It's the, the music. The music rocks in that movie. Well, it's interesting that you say that, Mom, because as I was watching it, Liz was in her office downstairs working, so all she could hear was she just heard the movie. Yeah. She wasn't watching it with me. And she came out and she said, you know, I actually think I, I like the movie better because of the soundtrack because Absolutely. I don't think it's that good of a movie. It's not. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Um, so let's. Join in, in this one, one last, last chorus. <laughs> Visitors, staff, and guests. <laughs> um, is there a particular scene or, or anything you want Matt or I to talk about? Oh, gosh. I don't know. What, did, did, you have a, did you have a favorite scene? I did. Which well, one was it? Yeah, which one was um, I can't favorite, right? exactly recall what was going on in the primary storyline at the time, but I do remember that the sister of Jennifer Grey was practicing for the, the last <laughs> night, and she was oh, away, away. <laughs> and so <laughs> there was this big drama going on between Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze and the dirty dancing and everything and every, you know there was a woman that got pregnant and got a very cheap abortion and almost died and there's that whole thing going on and, and in the background of all of this is this sister who cannot carry a tune is singing no. this song and that was my favorite scene okay yeah that's kind of funny yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Matthew, what was your favorite scene? Well, <laughs> do I have to sing it again? I guess I have to sing yes, it. Yes, you do. Well, it's that end of the year where they, oh, where the whole staff gets up there and sings, and you know they all, uh, you know, join in for one, for last, one last chorus. chorus. Yeah. Visitors, staff, and guests. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Is when the owner—I don't know if he's the owner or if he's just like the head yeah, honcho. It's Kellerman. Yeah. It's, he's the grandfather, and his grandson is looking to take over the joint. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's uh, it's when he gets up there and he yep. he says, uh, and I quote, yes. "So let's join in just one last chorus, visitors." Staff and guests. <laughs> it's all changing. 
kids don't want to learn dance lessons anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my favorite scene is kind of towards the beginning of the movie when they are all getting together in the evening and dancing. Mm -hmm. And Patrick Swayze and Penny um, do their little thing in the middle of the dance floor. Oh, yeah. Because they really are good. They were. Oh, Patrick sure. Swayze was a good dancer. That Swayze could sway his hips, you know. He could dance. Can I tell you something about Patrick Swayze, though? Sure. I've always thought that he walked funny. Like baby steps. He takes very short steps. Quick, short steps. Like, I would think that he would exert much less energy if he took normal steps like regular people. But he's short. Is he short? Well, yeah, he was. He's not very tall. Jesus, he is he a good dancer, yeah. though? Yeah, he so, could dance. Short people take small steps. He had a lot of hair, too. He had, like, big hair at points. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. But, um... So, I, I... Why do you like the movie, Mom? Outside like of all this, the good music in it? The good music and the dancing. The dancing. I, yeah. I enjoy watching yeah. Dance. That's why my wife likes it. That's why Julie likes it. The music and the dancing. So what do you think yeah. has made it such an iconic movie for people? I have no idea. I don't either because I don't because think it's that good of a movie. Isn't, isn't really great. I think it's the music and the dancing. I'm going to be completely what it is. I'm going to be completely honest with you as I normally am. When uh, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey were being intimate, yes, I didn't buy it. I, di <laughs> I didn't feel like they wanted to be there. I think they I tolerated think, each other on set. I, that's my interpretation. I think they tolerated I think they each had other. Trouble. I do too. Um, really? Yeah. I yeah, think I there think was. I, read some, that somewhere too. I think there was some tension, and that's me not knowing anything about anything. That's you just, just what I picked up. You weren't feeling it. No, I didn't buy it. Yeah. Like there's some movies where you're like, oh, they could be a couple in real life. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get that from Jennifer Grey and Patrick mm. Swayze because he right. was just a little too crazy. So he who, might have been from Tracy. Who was your favorite character? That's a great question. Um, Patrick Swayze's cousin is my favorite oh. character. Okay. The guy that kind of yeah. introduces baby to Patrick Swayze because yeah. he's just kind of like, hey, he's I managing the whole thing. I right? just want what's best for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Or, or baby's dad. Because I watch as a father, I watched him go understanding that as he at the beginning he thinks his daughter is just an angel, can't do anything wrong would never disappoint him. And then they went through this cycle where she kind of had to lie to him um, to get the $250 so Penny could have yeah. the procedure. Mm -hmm. And then um, to admitting that she lied to her father and have her father's image of her completely shattered, but yeah. then understanding, like, we're not all perfect human beings. I'm going to make mistakes, but it doesn't mean I'm any less of a person. Are you less of a person because I'm less of a person? <laughs> but I really think it ran the gambit of the psychological growth that needs to happen in every adult human person, you know? Wow. 
Wow, that's heavy. So from a father's point of view, I think he, and he realized that at the end of the day, if his daughter is happy and is a good person, she's ready to go out into the world and he can be confident that he raised a a young woman to be proud of, who stands up for what's right, not necessarily what's popular, but what's right. Yeah. And we could all use a little bit more of that these days, couldn't we? Oh, clap that, yeah, for sure. So, so Matt, you too? Um, yeah, my favorite character, favorite hands yeah. down. Um, Kellerman, right? No, no. Um, the band director, by far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where he gets up and he just starts tapping. Yep. He he's the king of take it easy. I think uh, <laughs> we should give him a. I think we should give him the take it easy award. Maybe he'll get another take it easy. We should give know, him the take. I like him. He he never got upset. He just nope. He was he just rolled with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he was so, my favorite by far. Was there favorite lines in the movie that you? Oh yeah, for sure. For me, hands down. So let's join in this one last chorus. Visitors, staff, and and guests. That's my favorite line. Mm. Okay. Uh, Well, there's the obvious, Ma. You know, nobody puts baby in a corner. There you go. That's the one that's Um, the most popular. I think that's the most popular one. I never knew what blah, blah, blah was until I met you. I'm most scared that I'll never feel again. What I feel when I'm with you. <laughs> That's another one of my favorites. Um, uh, Liz pointed one out at the last scene where the mother turns to the father and says, she gets that from me. <laughs> so that's another good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, the acting, subpar, movie plot, <laughs> generic, dancing, like- good, music, good. Um there might actually be a tie, though, for my favorite character. Oh. And it more. might have to get split between characters because I like that old couple that kind of started stealing everybody's wallets. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they were one of my favorites, yeah. too. Oh, no, that's a good call. Let's tink to those guys. Because at some point they're like, you know what? This Johnny guy's stealing wallets. And Jennifer's Let's like, no. Let's frame it on Johnny. No. I can't tell you, Dad why he didn't steal the wallets but just know it wasn't him it was not him and her dad's like no you let me down i don't believe in you anymore and this is what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. she says no dad he was with me all night that's how i know that's how i know and he's shocked but Mm -hmm. then he realizes at the end that project swice he's a good guy aspires to be a better guy all because of his daughter daughter's on the path of righteousness yada 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 however just a summer fling is all it was. Um, a summer fling. I forgot where I was going with this. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. Did, did either of you notice the car that Johnny drove? It was a 57 Chevy. It was a Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> was it a 57? I, yeah. Oh, I got it right. Woohoo! I think it was. The one they broke the window on, he like kicked yep. the, the light or the post he or something. He threw the post through the window. Yep. Kicked the post to loosen it, pulled mm-hmm. it out, and then busted it. You're insane, or you're crazy, whatever she says. Take it easy. She's like, take it easy. <laughs> this is my dance space. This is your dance space. This I don't is my go dance into yours. Space. You don't come into mine. Exactly. 
So, um, out of one to ten, Ryan. Wow. Yeah, rate this movie. Yeah, what would you give it? Being a fan of things that are kind of overtly cheesy, I would give it a solid eight. Wow, nice. Um, as a movie that I would go back to and watch repeatedly, like I do, say, Dumb and Dumber or The Big Lebowski, Yeah. Um, I would give it a, a one. <laughs> so you wouldn't watch it again. I okay. would not. I I watched it because my if you're mother, flipping through television right. and you see it on, you're not like ooh ooh dirty, dirty dancing. dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah. get the popcorn. Yeah, no, that's not me. Okay, um, it was fun to watch it to kind of be reminded of uh, a movie that was so iconic during my childhood. Yeah, uh, but as far as being a good movie. No, the music is fantastic. Music's awesome. And the dancing, even though I don't know anything about dance. What um, I found out about dance is if it looks pleasing to the eye, mm -hmm. it's probably good. Then I would, you know, it was, uh, it was and if dirty. It fits the music, you know what I mean? The dancing was dirty. There was some dirty dancing. It I'm was saying. scandalous. Oh, so scandalous. Um, you couldn't handle oh, us. Oh, Mom, question. I the soundtrack to that movie. Mom, I have a question for you. I bet you yes, do. Yes, yes. So that movie took place in about the 50s, which would have made you a teenager, right? Actually, it was 1963. Which oh. would have made you about... Well, not no. no. Fifteen. Fifteen. So, were there little like speakeasies of dirty dancers back in the day? You know, in my hometown, I never <laughs> saw it, and I I don't remember anyone ever dancing like that. Maybe so, not in Devil's Lake. Probably not in Devil's Lake. Yeah. Maybe in the bigger cities or something, or maybe in the. <laughs> Well, it was New York. At, maybe at Kellerman's. And it, it was and New it York. Maybe just happened at resorts. I don't know. But I never, <laughs> I never saw it. So there was no yeah. dirty dancing from where you no. came from? No. Okay. Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, we okay. got that squared away. Well, so did you give it a rating? You did. You gave it an 8? I said an yeah. 8 from... Uh, Cheesy kind of cheesy understanding standpoint. You know that covers all the bases. Uh, the soundtrack is stellar. Yeah. The dancing is good. Dancing. The uh, the rest of the movie was yeah made better because of the factors, the aforementioned factors. Or so your favorite character. If Liz, if I came home one day and Liz was downstairs watching Dirty Dancing, I would sit next to her and finish watching it simply just to be next to my wife, and it wouldn't bother me. I would 100% watch Dirty Dancing if Julie was watching it. Yeah. Absolutely. Because now we can relate. Well, I rate it probably like a 7.4, right? Yeah. Which is a good score. That's a good score. Yeah. Solely based on the music and the dancing. And the dancing. The acting, eh. Ooh. Except for the old people that steal wallets and the band director. They were great. They were my favorite. They should do a, a an offshoot movie of that couple. 
Was there ever a Dirty Dancing <laughs> 2? Like, what there happened? There was, I think. What happened with Johnny and Baby? Oh, it just went on somewhere else. It was probably well, like... I, I read that there was a made-for-TV remake. It was like down yeah. in Havana or yeah. Cuba or something like that. Crazy dancing. 2017, but I don't ever remember seeing anything. Yeah, they were sambaing or something. Yeah. Mambo number five. There you go. Mambo. A little dirty dancing in my Ma- life. Mom, would you say you would uh, rate that high on your scale? I, I would rate it high for the, the soundtrack and the dancing, yeah. Yeah. But same with you, the, the plot actually, you know, I mean, those, the actors weren't terrific, yeah. but the dancing and the music made it. Yeah. Man, man, you go off to summer vacation and you see an abortion that you have to, <laughs> you meet up with a guy and you fornicate and then you, you go learn. back. Yeah. Go back to. How are you cool. expected to carry on after that summer? That's <laughs> a lot of drama. Reminds me of the summer of 87, is what it reminds me of. <laughs> Holy cow. God, could I relate. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Well, cool. Um, well, that was fun. What uh, what what does next week look like? What do you want to do? You want to give us another movie? You want us to give you one? Um. I, well, I don't have one in mind to give you, so I suppose you have one to give me. Okay. Matthew. Um. One that I have. Yeah. That I have a copy of. Yeah, yeah I in case I can Do you have a Blu-ray them. player? I do. Okay. Caddyshack. I don't know if I have a Caddyshack. I have Caddyshack. Oh. Well, you could do Caddyshack. Cable Guy. Oh, Cable Guy. We could do Cable Guy. Yeah, Cable, cable Guy. Okay. Cable Guy. Yeah. Okay. Cable Guy. You have a copy, don't you? I have a copy of Cable Guy. Okay. I think it goes in well with the... <laughs> Visitor, staff, so. and guest. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay. Gone. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right. That might be on one of your watchable things, too. If it's not, yeah. I have a copy of it, Mas. I have I'll one, check too. it out. Okay. All right. I don't think I've ever seen it before, so it'll be. Oh, well, good. Prepare. Matthew Broderick and Jim Carrey. Is that an 80s movie? No, it's a 90s movie. 90s. It's a 90s, okay. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it, so. Oh, you're in for a treat. This will be interesting. You are in for a treat. This will be interesting. All right, Ma. Okay. Good talking to you. Really good hearing always, your voice, Mom. Always a pleasure. All right. We'll talk okay. to you soon. Okay. Love, Love you. Love you, Mom. Love you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Night-night. Bye. Come on. Do it. <laughs> Come on. Do it. That's just us resetting.
hear from mom's movie review. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, before we get to some musics. Oh, hold on. I got some information from my wife. Found the DVD in the pile in the cabinet to the right next to the Can't Buy Me Love. Because I looked for it this morning. Can't buy me love. Couldn't find it. Had to rent it from Amazon Prime. But apparently we have it. There was a second one, a second Dirty Dancing, called Dirty Dancing Havana Havana. Nights. Havana Nights. I knew it. So there it is. Yeah. Um, They go down there in salsa. A lot of salsa. Lots of salsa down there. Salsa can be dirty dirty dancing. Dirty dirty dancing. Dirty. Speaking of dirty. Nice segue, dude. Speaking of dirty. Quality. Uh, That's quality. Wally's kid, Wade. Yeah. Longtime friend. Posted something the other day. You say Wally's kid, Wade. This is a 40-some-year-old man. He's my age, man. He's pushing 50. Pushing 50. So if you cast your... Jesus Christ, Christ. Cast your mind. To when Craigslist was a thing. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Craigslist, you can post things like, hey, uh, I saw you at the gas station and you bought a muffin. I think you're cool. Kind of stuff. There's a section for that where, like, hey, whatever. So this is kind of in that realm. Sure. The title of it is called You Farted in Kroger Yesterday. (laughs) You farted in Kroger yesterday. So it goes on to say, and I quote, You were the tall brunette with the near-perfect body that farted in the bread section last night. (laughs) I was the tall guy next to you that looked over and asked, Was that you? You quickly replied, no, it wasn't me. You almost seemed insulted, I would ask. As the stink grew, you continued to deny your flatulence, but it was evident. No, no, no. (laughs) I tried to get rid of the stench by waving two loaves of ciabatta bread. You proceeded to storm off in an angry manner. Two loaves of ciabatta. <laughs> Get out of here. Stink. Yeah. He finishes this off by saying, you are beautiful. And even if you are a liar and fart like a Clydesdale, I'd love to meet up. <laughs> Do you think they were hooked up? Probably not. No. She was way too embarrassed. She got busted farting in the bread aisle. That all happened. Didn't want to. It happens all the time. I've crop yeah. dusted aisles of grocery <laughs> stores in my life. Targets, you know, wherever I may be. I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> Everybody's done it. Are we kidding? Everybody's done it. Uh, yeah. Everybody. Literally everybody. <laughs> and we pretend that we don't. Farts are funny, aren't and they? We're all living a lie. Oh, I never fart. Yeah, we please. all do. 
Everybody We've crop farts. dusted everything. Everybody farts. It's the fart game. It's the fart game. Yeah, Gong. it's the fart game. <laughs> Gong. Gong. Well, should we get to some musics? Uh, no. I was waiting for that. I think we should get to some musics now. Yes. Nailed it. Oh, we should go bowling. We well, should go bowling. Except for my knee and your back. I don't my know. knee, my back, my shoulders, my hands, your neck. It's my... not my plant knee, though. So I might be able to gimp through it and still throw a 212 or something. With a house ball. I look, I look, speaking of that, I looked through my little box of patches and score sheets and stuff last night. Mm-hmm. There was like, I beat my coach. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and and uh, like 300 series or uh, league high average or t- or league champions and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, a bunch of patches, nice. and then the the clear, the clear scorecards. I had like oh, a yeah. two fifteen from when I was a young seven. Young. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I remember third grade. I was averaging in like the one thirties, something like that. Yeah, my favorite patch that I ever got was a one fifty. Nice. I don't know why, but that was that was a breakthrough for me in my yeah. bowling career. Yeah was hitting that 150 mark. And I hit it, you know, when I was probably eight, nine years old. Don't make a big deal out of it. It's nothing. Right. It's just a talent we deal with. Um, 500, the one, 500 series. 500 series. Yeah. But I always choked when the pressure was on. I, I could never clamp it down and be like, I'm going to seal the deal here. I yeah. just, I got in my, I got inside my head. I couldn't close the deal. It's That's a tough like, game to play. I, you know. It's a tough game. Yeah, it I, is. I had to let... Part of that go and be like, you know, you're not less of a person because you couldn't deliver. Did you ever try kicking a ball return? I haven't. Oh. I watched you do it several <laughs> times. Um, but I'll decide, admit it. You know, for me, that wasn't the right I was competitive. I was, and I was just, fiery. <laughs> I was like the Dick Weber or what's that guy's name? The uh, prick. I don't even like him. I don't know. There's a Weber of some kind, I think. Dale Weber? I don't think it was Dale. Dick Weber? I, I think it was Dick, Dick Weber, which is appropriate. See, you were the guy that was going after it, and I was the guy that would have, would experience, um, how they say this, uh, not be successful and then keep doing the same thing that, isn't working until it works yeah yeah so i mired in mediocrity sure for most of my bowling career yeah i came across a scorecard that came from when i was bowling with Derek and kyle and chris and stuff mm-hmm. and they were all like in the like the 130s to 160s and yeah. then there's me with like a 215 <laughs> like out of the blue, right? Damn, I don't know. you were a prodigy, man. Maybe you were then a I prodigy. lost it. Like I stopped. I stopped going to Rapids Lane. Well, like about the time Rapids Lane got ousted, they got torn down. I'm like, and they were gone. Where were we supposed to go? Classic Bowl? No, no, nobody I goes to Classic Bowl. Can't go there and bowl good. 
I like to go to Flaherty's, man. I like Flaherty's. Flaherty's is all right. It's a good vibe. Shout out. Send the check. Send the check, Flaherty's. They have a lot of fun there. A lot of lanes, but but a good good feel to it. I, I would choose different music. Well, you, and I'm going to throw yeah. this back. At some point, we're going to open up the bowling alley slash supper club. We have to. But the music in the bowling alley is key because you can't just bowl to whatever. I'm thinking like four to six lanes. And that's yep. it. You keep it. It. That's it. Like you got to reserve a lane Four, months in advance four to six lanes that's months it. in advance yeah little four, stage you got one hour yeah you do whatever bowling you're gonna do but in one hour you're done that's it that's it <sighs> yeah we're gonna get there one day someday we're gonna get there um no let's, worries let's get to some riffage because i need okay. a cocktail and i gotta also yeah. i gotta go to the bathroom me too. So on both of those. Yep. Weird. Weird. Talk to me about your riffage. Oh What'd well, I picked something that I got turned on to recently by me. You were like, "Oh, King's X, King's X." Listen to the Dogman album. I'm like, okay, if I do, and absolutely, the tone. Thank and riffage you. in there is unbelievable. Thank you. Most of the album. Thank you. Julie said to one of the songs, she was like, I don't like this song. And I kind of agree with her. That's okay. But most of that album is spitting just riff after riff after riff. Yeah. So, being that we played a lot of King's X King's recently, X. <laughs> I'm going with something that we haven't listened to. And it's called Don't Care by King's X. King's I X. just don't care like I used to. And then, yes! uh, shocking, I went with some Deftones. That's so crazy. I and, am uh, utterly I know, shocked. I know. I went with a little bit of You've Seen the Butcher. <laughs> you've Seen the Butcher? That's a gong and a half. You've seen the butcher. You've seen the butcher. <laughs> to those of you that <laughs> don't know what we're talking about, gangs in New York. Yeah. Gong. Cool. Um, yeah, that's what I got. And you went uh, a little different route. Well, you went a little I'll, different route. I'll tell you why I went you, this route. You insult them a little bit. No, you insult them a little, them a little bit, Gong. <laughs> um, I, I was using this as a lead-in to our next segment. I love it. Um, I went with some hair metal from the 80s because next segment we're going to come back and do some hair metal trivia. No, yes. we're not actually. I take no. that back. That's um, not until the end, but still. That's not until the end. Well, we could. That would yeah. be a perfect lead-in. Let's do fun, that. We can do fun facts at the end. We'll flop those two. We're going to yeah. flop hair metal trivia and name that movie this song is from. Oh, okay. okay. There you go. Perfect. Because this is a good lead-in, yeah. and I'm, I, I'm shocked that I did not catch this in the pregame. Anyways, it's a so, living, breathing thing. Uh, cool. For my riffage, I went some hair metal. Sure I went did. with Cinderella. Love it. The Last Mile off of Long Cold Winter, their sophomore album. It's a good Classic album. record. It's a great album, too. Um, Last I re- Mile. I remember taping that off of your tape. <laughs> See? Uh, you I taped want- it off your tape. 
That record always makes me think of this trip that we took um, when I was a teenager with the church group with Jerry. Yeah. We took a, a bus. My down golden. We took a bus down to San Antonio with the church youth group. And this was the record I listened to on the way down. Nice. And that was kind of the record of that trip. Yeah. Long Cold Winter, Cinderella, Cinderella. Isn't boom, it boom, funny? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, isn't it funny how music can put you right, yep. right in where? Yeah, I have a lot of good memories from that trip. Yeah, I bet that you um, do. What else did you pick? Well, I went back to my favorite hair metal band of all time, Faster Pussycat of Faster Pussycat, so uh, from a record that's not really well known. It's the record that came out after Wake Me When It's Over. Wake me when whipped. it's over and it's done. Right. Which I will to this day say is a better record than the more popular Appetite for Destruction. Oh, 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 oh. It's true. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But it's but true. Off of this record. It is true. Is, no, it's true. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Gone. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, faster puts get made in Wonderland off the album Whipped, and when made. you hear this, you'll be like, uh, "Ryan, not, but <laughs> you, but not made like, like you made it. It's no, made like someone cleaning up after the you. hotel room made. Yes, okay. made, made in, in Wonderland, Wonderland by Faster Pussycat. Right. So let's get to some riffage because riffage. it involves King's X, King's X. You're in the rabbit hole on Fuzz Talk Radio. Come on back for some hair metal trivia. Deuces. Boom. Smooches. Deuces and smooches. Deuces and smooches. <laughs> <laughs> 